Cameron. Yeah. I had a great idea this week. Yeah. We uh, we're gonna make a lot of money, but it's it involves. You remember Crystal Pepsi? No. No one does. But we're gonna call, we're gonna bring it back. We're gonna call it Crystal Methpsy. And whoever we get to, to like do the commercials is gonna have to practice saying that because it's actually really hard. But then it's gonna be like, hey, you want your Pepsi? You want your meth? You got you, you we we got you hooked up. You have two things at once. See, and that's why, that's why you should buy it. Now, okay. So how how familiar are you with the nature of the Cola War? Not very. So there's a theory some people have is that the success of Coke and Pepsi, Coke and Pepsi, is partially because there's a shared monopoly, where there's an understanding that there's only two names in the game. That makes sense. And so they actually have like a healthy rivalry that pretends that it wants to be a monopoly, but in reality they just want no other competition. So, so like they're like Goku and Vegeta instead of uh, Yugi and um, Kaiba. No, they're more like Yugi and Kaiba. But Kaiba is not well balanced. No, but Yugi is. I suppose Vegeta isn't either. You know what? Maybe they are the same. Yeah. So my point Anime's is, dumb. are when you, when you suggest this, are you intentionally handing Coke their in? They're in for what? Drugs? Because well, you you introduce crystal methy. See, it's hard. You you do this intentionally so that Coke can have a better ad campaign by just reintroducing Coke, and just like they sell Coke cracked, and it's like, oh, that's easier to say. I'm gonna buy that one instead. And you go, oh, I kind of like that. I, I like both of them getting into the drug war, and they they can sell their product in like Colombia or something. Uh, or no, isn't it like Ohio or or Oregon? Is it Oregon? Sure, that's or, my favorite Pokemon. They they wherever they legalized everything. Oh, it was Oregon. Um, so in Oregon, where the soda companies are going to get into the drug war, Crystal Methy and Coke cracked, Coke cracked trademark. I, I, I was trying to workshop a bit for this yesterday, and I actually came up with jokes, and I completely forgot them other than the first one. And I was like, no, oh, I, I can open the show with that. That's, no, that's, that's a, a winner. solid one. Yeah. I So I have my little, on my phone, I have a, a notes app, right? Okay. It's the built-in one that comes with the phone. I want to recommend no one ever use that ever, because Samsung issued an update. And it deleted all my notes, which means the jokes that I write down to use on the show are gone. Hmm. Which is really a good feature when you roll out an update for a notes app. Yeah. That sucks. Oh, I had like oh, comic shit. ideas. I was supposed to too. do homework. At least I wrote those down. What? What now? I was supposed to do homework for the show. I had to look up had to look up the, the plot to a movie. Okay. So my week was good. Thanks for asking. How was your week, Cameron? Oh, not so good. Yeah, oh. <laughs> um, so I got a little miffed the other... Uh, apparently, uh, Sony had, like, a big thing last week, and they sold PlayStations, and they didn't, like, advertise it anywhere. Really? And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, I, I did sign up for your newsletter, Sony. Like, I asked to be put on the waiting list for when PlayStations are available, Sony. I have, I have cash in hand. I will hand it to you, Sony. And it's like, well, thank you. 
I don't know. Yeah, I I've, I don't. I, I won't tell my brother that because some he wants one too. I now I'm in a funny position where I don't need a PlayStation because there's nothing to play on it right now. So there's not an actual rush. It's just kind of uh, it's annoying that I'll, I would buy one and you're mm-hmm. refusing to sell one. So now I'm angry. Remember when you were younger and like consoles were so expensive and you had no money and you're just like I have to get one of these on Christmas and I have to pick one. I hope I pick the right one. And now it's just like, fucking A, Sony, sell me your goddamn giant magic box that's really expensive. I don't even want it. I just, I don't even need it. You know, like, the, how the tables have turned. It's it's also kind of funny that consoles aren't even, like, a thing anymore. Like, I, I feel like going into it this year, or not this year, this generation, um, a lot of people are kind of like, do we even need an upgrade? And there's people, like, measuring the hardware and the specs, and they're going like, wait a minute, my computer's stronger than this. And it's yeah. like, it, it used to be that consoles would do things that other machines can't. And now affordable computers are like better than the console. And I like the convenience that the console brings, but technically like I'm running cyberpunk on my PC and it's infinitely better than anyone's PS5 copy. So it's like, I kind of dodged a bullet that I didn't have one. Cause I probably would have grabbed cyberpunk for the new system, you know? Right. Meanwhile, I'm just like, I can play Doom on my computer, Doom Eternal. I had to turn it down to medium, but it works. So I, I'm, I'm on that cusp, right? Like, I'll eventually need a new computer. Uh, oh, also VR. Like, the the idea that, <laughs> like, VR is so cool. Um, I have a friend that got one recently. The Oculus Alex? Quest 2. No, Alex did too. It, um, between Alex and my other friend, um, I don't remember. I think Richard was talking about getting one. It's like. Uh, so I I know so many people with VR headsets mm-hmm. that it's a it's now plausible text that any day of the week I'll get a message that says Hey Cameron, want to hop on VR and hang out? And it's like yeah, within five minutes we're at a bar, right? You know, it's not I don't have to get dressed and go out and spend money. It's like oh yeah, let's just let's go to the bar, let's go play billiards, um. That's just a thing that's in reach because this technology is now a household or yeah, it's a household name to just mm-hmm. to get the quest out. And it's fun like going on like those avatar hunts, right? And you're basically just playing dress up in front of a mirror. And I don't know this at least with VR chat. Like have you um gotten that rec room thing to work then? Like does that work better? Oh, have you tried it yet? Mm-mm. Um rec room is a totally different thing. Right, right, right. But, like, does it work better, like, if you wanted to play, like, pool or throw darts or something? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I wonder if I should get that, then. I mean, it's free and small. Yeah, then there's really no point not to. Um, In fact, we, we should, uh, I, I don't know what Alex wants to do Sunday, but maybe we should make plans to try it out. Okay. I want to do that this week. He he did have a good time with, with us, though. It, that was, it was so fun to, like, show him stuff, but... It's weird, like, playing that, um, that game with the, the, the payload, like, it was still fun, but it was a lot less wow-inspiring the second time through, and it's more like, oh man, this thing's balanced really weird, I wish, I wish it was a full game, right, like, it, it's, it was a great experience the one time, and then it's like, okay, I know they're gonna come from here, I know when those ships are over there, they're gonna launch stuff, but you can't actually break the ships, so don't even shoot at them, that's not the point, you know, it, it, one of those, like, the... Yeah, and also, um... If we had one less person, we could have tried that dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. 
And, and I like that one because I feel like it's balanced a little bit better. But at the same yeah. time, now that we've seen it all, it's not going to be quite as magical. But at least the different classes feel different. Like with that that payload escort, you just you have your laser gun, and there's not that much to it after that. Yeah, I wish like there was a better variety of weapons, and like the the boss at the end had like enough health to be balanced. And it's one of those like there's a lot of really cool ideas, and um, and and like the music's great, the sound effects are fine. Like there's definitely some good production and thought in there. It's just not. It's a VR chat experience, so it's it's far from perfect. Yeah, Rec Room tries a little harder to be more of a game. Cool. Um, because it it's like there you can actually play ping pong, and the physics are like they try harder to keep you in sync. Sure. And it's like, well, that's refreshing. But then the thumbnail is also like a wizard and a warrior with a sword, because there's like a dungeon crawling mini game in that too. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so there's like there's stuff to do. There's been a lot of updates since the last time I hopped in, so I'm kind of curious. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to grab that, especially if it's free. Yeah. It was funny though, like logging in and seeing Alex for the first time, and he was in some weird like Skeletor meets Gumby avatar, and it's just like, what the fuck is that? Uh, I don't know. It, it was it was exciting. Yeah, it was fun hanging out with Alex though. He's a good dude. Who might be listening? Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Um, I don't. Did you wanna? Did you wanna talk about our subject today? We could probably talk about our subject today. I don't know. I, it was. This is another one of those like it was a bit kind of that we were going on about, and then, then we'll see if we can make an episode of it. Well, yeah. Like I wasn't sure about it, but then I spent like all day thinking about it, and it's like I don't know. Maybe there's something to talk about here. Um, but I just I kind of made this offhanded joke on Twitter about how like what if, um, what if ET was made today? You'd replace like the part with the Star Wars action figures, and it's just Elliot would be talking about Fortnite, and then he would get bored of the alien and play Fortnite. And, yeah, like, and then I was uh, like, oh yeah, no way he would totally pull out his phone and they would start teaching the daily and TikTok dances, and they would become a an internet sensation, and the government would be like, well, we found him. Because he'd be trending on Twitter or however TikTok works. And then I was just like, well, I feel really old saying that. You kids and your dirty TikToks. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. But uh, I, I guess there's an actual question there. Is like, what would a modern day E.T. look like? I don't know. And I feel I don't like... like that movie. I don't either. <laughs> it, people refer to it as a classic and it's like, I like it less every passing year. I can see at the end, instead of biking, he'd be on, like, one of those motorized scooters, because I see kids use those around. Oh, no, one of the, he'd be on um one of those, like, hoverboards. Oh, so we're going pretty far in the future. Or, no. Oh, no, no, I, I know what you're talking about, never mind. You, like, yeah. lean, like, the, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I would kill myself on one of those. I I love, um, I, I like, it, there's an element of, um, like, whenever, whenever this movie takes place... That's when kids used to be like, oh, kids are young. It's like, oh, those kids, they're being kids. Mm-hmm. And now kids that age, it's like, oh, look at that cringe lord. I, oh, I'm making, I'm wincing. I'm looking at him and it makes me wince. I want to leave. I'm not sure what that change was. Like something about kids got, got worse. I don't know. I don't. I have a feeling that was always the case and we just got older. Like, when we were kids, 30-year-olds are probably like, man, these fucking kids just make me wince. But the 20-year-olds are like, oh, they're just being kids. 
And like Maybe. The, the further removed you are from children, the more they make you cringe. Maybe. I like. I think it's kind of cool that. I have, I guess I have some mixed feelings on, on on like things like TikTok and Twitter, right? Because on the one hand, this social media stuff like bad things happen and, and inappropriate things happen on there. But on the other hand, like there's some pretty clever TikTok stuff out there that you know kids are having fun making these little videos to share with their friends, and it's easier than ever for them to do it. If we wanted to make videos back in the day, you had to find a fucking camcorder and put a goddamn like cassette in it, and it was huge and heavy, and you had to have you know it's it it's kind of neat that. Uh, getting people into art is just so much more accessible now. Uh, you know, if, oh, I don't have any crayons, but I have a freaking drawing app on my phone kind of thing. You know, you can just oh. pull it, do it anywhere. You know what's funny? Um, you're familiar with that weird video of the uh, the warrior and the potion seller? Um, no. It's, wow, this is... This is a three-minute video. Why? <laughs> okay, it, you'll you'll get it. He's just this guy is playing with this like camera filter that will like it's like a fisheye lens thing where it kind of scrunches your face up funny, and he just sort of like leans his face back and forth to like create these two different characters. Okay, well, those are from 2011. Yeah, and it is eight million views. Okay, this is kind of funny, though. Yeah, there's, like, a lot of fan art of this. Um, Someone made, like, Skyrim-looking, like, 3D visuals and programmed a game to recreate this cutscene. Um, Somebody's made, like, the Super Nintendo sprites of, like, a Castlevania game like this. And it's just, it's this thing. <clears throat> and I remember um, I was uh, I was hanging out with Richard, and, like, his youngest has a a camera app on his tablet that can do this. And so he's just having fun, like, you know, recording himself and doing, making funny faces. And so I showed him this video and it's just really funny hearing this from a six year old where he, he like, he memorized the whole bit of selling a potion or not. And he was recreating it himself really well. Nice. And it was weird how like, I just thought he would think it's funny, but then he took it as a challenge to do the same video and he was able to do it. And it's like, okay, see, that's impressive. Yeah, it, it, it's funny, like, even just watching this, right? Because, like, this dude's clearly just fucking around and having a good time. He's, like, breaking character. He's laughing at his own, you know, things he's saying and, 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 and stuff. And it, it's crazy how it, like, caught on. Like, 8 million views is a lot. The dude ended up writing a book, it looks like, and, like, getting it's it published. Like, yeah, look, the, the, the freaking thing. My book, Famous People, is out now. If you click on it, it goes to an actual goddamn website, and you can buy it on, like, Barnes & Noble. It's like, I, I still don't even know who this guy is. Um, I just, I am only familiar with this, but there's, like, fan art. Like, the, this might be his only claim to fame, or it might not be, but that's how I know him. He is known on the internet for his potion seller video and for his pop album, Songs About My Wife. Those are two things apparently he's known for, and it's kind of funny that, like, I wrote a book and I'm apparently an actor or something, but I'm really known for a, a dumb video I made on YouTube, literally ten years ago while I was probably drunk. You can't, you can't <laughs> plan for that. You really can't. Like I was, I think I, I was asking like Jean Luc and them, like the Twisted Tea, the company that made that, where the the dude hit the racist with the tea. And the can exploded, and like all of a sudden, 
this people are photoshopping and making memes and stuff with this with this product and you know that's going to drive sales it's like that ocean spray thing like these things just happen and you have no control he could have grabbed a can of coke he could have grabbed a monster energy but he grabbed you know the first thing there and it was twisted tea or maybe he was he wanted tea i don't know but you it, know and it's so funny cuz there's like no there's no way to tell that mm-hmm. video might have gone viral but it might not have been quite as catchy if he had a coke yeah or a monster where it's like oh of course the guy had a monster like it wouldn't even be a thing but something about twisted tea like that's the that's the sprinkles on top that makes it a sunday yeah and it's funny seeing all the, the pictures right cuz like all of the jokes are largely just you it's funny cuz it's a reference you know like oh it's goku but instead of the kamehameha he's got the fucking tea and you're like i get it that's clever kind of like but then it gets shared around and around and all of a sudden it's like i don't know i mean i'm not going to try the tea but i bet someone has because of this it's weird too like the idea of making youtube content um like i have i have ideas for videos based on the things i work with right like oh i, I write books and i self publish them i know how my way around some of these programs now uh maybe i should put some videos together on like how i do this and and you give this information away, people come they, because people are looking for it. Uh, I, it's hard to jump that hurdle of just like, yeah, but I don't actually know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just figuring it out as I go and hoping for the best versus like, no, I'm an authority. Everybody listen to me. Uh, but that's kind of its own different thing. The other thing that was like, well, not everything I do needs to be content, right? Like, th- there's something so stressful about like, oh, I'm having fun with this. I should record it or, oh, I... I, this was a funny joke. I should post it on Twitter. It's like, no, it could have just been a thing I say in the spur of the moment and it goes away. Like, I feel like we're there's there's that fine line between like trying to be a personality and getting like people to care about the stuff you make versus like becoming really wrapped up and it's like, no, everything has to be online. It is content. Um, and it's such a it's such a strange thing we have to like navigate now because literally anybody can join Twitter and start posting jokes or or comments or whatever and and you you get that little like oh I posted a tweet I I, I typed a thing and sent it out and, you know people will see this now and it's a thing I did you know it's funny um right now I think in like three different countries uh the the top like career choice of children is content creator online and it I guess sure right like because why not. You can see, you see people do it. They make money off it. Like half the people I watch on YouTube are just like somehow lucked into. Hey, I make money making YouTube videos. Now I, I paint miniatures and I do it so well. People pay me money through Patreon so they can watch me do this. But that's also like all of the source of their enttainment. It, yeah. It's like I don't know anyone that watches TV, and, and oh, I'm sure. not even sure kids like movies anymore. Like there's a there's an element of like you're you are going to sit down and watch a two hour video. When you could, t- you know, spend that time watching five hundred videos, it's definitely messed with my attention span. I think in a way, like I'll watch the longer videos, but I usually want to be doing something. I don't want to just like sit and watch a video unless it's like four minutes or ten at the most. Um, I do think movies are too long, like across the board. We don't need so many two and a half hour movies. I think there's a time and a place for that. Um, there is. But I do think it's kind of weird how arbitrary movie length has become. Because there's a lot of movies that could be half as long and it would improve them. Mm-hmm. It's funny, like, I saw Mulan not that long ago. And, uh, 
Part of me is like, I can't tell if I want this to be longer to make it make more sense and fit more in or just cut a bunch because it's not a great movie and at least it would be over sooner and that might be better too. And it's like, Or I could just watch the cartoon, which is only an hour and a half and had songs. And I didn't even hate the Mulan movie, but it just it, it was kind of soulless. I, I, I don't... I, well, I mean, most things Disney puts out is pretty soulless right now anyway. Except for Soul... Uh, it was fine. It was fine. I enjoyed it. It was. I put it in the top half of Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of baggage holding Pixar down. If you want to, if you want to take their full body of work. Kinda. It. My issue with Soul was that like Act Two was a body swap thing, and I don't like body swap things at all. And it's like, no, 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 please don't do this. Oh shit, he's in the cat. Great. This well, is what we're doing right now. It was also like uh, I feel like it changed plot like three times. And it was yeah. strange that by the end, you don't get conclusion to any of it. And it's like, oh, this is a different movie all along. Okay. okay. Well, I think that may maybe was kind of the point is sort of like, and now you understand how to appreciate life. It's time to go do that. And the start of the, the really the start of the story is them appreciating the lives they have or in the 22's case, the life she will have. But also like, but even with his though, you don't see him actually appreciate his life. <laughs> like, it, I honestly expect him to, like, be disappointed within a week. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's like, I I want to see him, like, take a step that he was afraid to take, rather than just, I promise that from now on, I'm going to try harder. Because, like, well, that's, you've done that your whole life. And I'm glad you feel like you learned a lesson, but I want to see you actually do it. So it's yeah. like, the more I think about the movie, the less I like the ending. I suppose. I, I wanted them to spend more time in, like, the afterlife area, too, because I feel yeah. like it was such an interesting visual place. I loved the creatures walking around, the Jerry's and the Terry's, and their, like, 2D animation kind of uh, I I really loved um, the way that other people would talk to him, and he would, he would like, learn things. Yeah. And I, honestly, I thought the movie was going to be about him learning to be a better teacher, and then by the end, he'd, like, become one of those spirit teachers. I kind of thought it was going to go that way too. And it's or, like, or, I, I, it, they just completely dropped that. They like, oh, they they left pieces here for that to be the moral of the story, but they didn't do any of it. I feel like too at the end, you could, because he had like this dilemma, right, where like he's got this teaching job offered to him that's going to give him insurance and is going to be st- stable, or he can play music with this lady and a once a night or once a week or whatever. Part of me is like, I think you can do both. I don't know why that's not an option. Yeah, that confused me a little. Um, I was also a little confused. Like, it seemed like he really didn't want to be a teacher. But he's also kind of good at it, and it, and, and well, he liked music enough. You think wanted, he wanted to inspire 22 through music, and so it's like, well, you clearly want to inspire children through music, then, like, that's well, what teachers also, do. Also, like, his, his student that hooked him up with the job because he was so inspired, mm-hmm. and then his one student that was thinking about quitting, but then, like, she's all inspired, and it's like he doesn't care. And so I thought there'd be a revelation at some point where he realizes, wait a minute, I am a good teacher. That's more fulfilling. But that doesn't yeah. like, come through. Yeah, there's there's definitely some really weird kind of missed areas in it. But I feel like there's enough like really good ones where I'm just like, well, it was a pretty, it was a fun movie. It was good. It, like I said, it's not like it's in the top half of Pixar's movies. It was. It, it's another one though too, where I guess 
you know, the whole Pixar thing is, I hope Pixar movies don't, but this one doesn't make me cry. And it's like, I didn't come anywhere near. Like, there was no emotional gun punch at all to this movie. For, um, But I'm watching, like, you know, reading YouTube reactions or whatever. And, and I guess, like, that conversation he had with his mom about, like, you know, playing the piano isn't going to pay your bills. Like, you eventually have to kind of grow up and be an adult. And, and, and find, you know, find the stability in your life so you ha- can have a roof over your head. And people are like, wow, that hit me really hard. <laughs> what? And it's like, I think I think if you're in a certain age group and you're still ch- chasing your dream and being like, I'm going to become that YouTube star, I'm going to become that musician, I'm going to become that big writer, and you're like, quit your day job to pursue this, that is eventually going to be something you run against because most people will not succeed doing that. And you're going to have to go get a... a, a regular job and, and enjoy those things as a hobby. That's how I took that anyways. I want to, well, I, I mean, one more comment on Pixar. There's people that liked Inside Out too. A lot of people liked Inside Out. So it's like, I don't care. I don't hate Inside Out, but I, I do. I don't. The more I think about it, the less I like about it. And I've and like that big sad, like there's a couple of sad scenes in that movie and the one where Bing Bong dies is not one of them. <laughs> I hate that thing. I that that movie's existence like hurt art and culture. It set culture backwards. I don't know if I go that far. I would. It was um, a cute idea that I don't know if it was executed very well. You know where it was executed better was um the the Disney World ride Body Wars. I never went on that. Um, one of the guys that worked on Body Wars literally worked on Inside Out. Because oh. it's the exact same premise too. Like you're in the you're in a, a person's like brain command center. Sure. And it's like okay. <clears throat> My problem with like I don't I didn't like Joy as a protagonist because she was mostly annoying and and kind of the bad guy and well, not I, painted I, as the bad guy. I, I was gonna say I don't think she was the protagonist. <laughs> I guess that well, she was the, the she was the character we got to follow. Um, I like Coco a lot. The front, the first act of Coco is rough, but once it once it kicks off, it gets really good. Yeah, I I love Coco. I mean, I I don't want to just talk about what I like and dislike about Pixar because I think we've done that before. Probably, but I will say, um, I haven't seen the Good Dinosaur. That's like the only Pixar movie I haven't seen. That one's fine. I've seen that one. Um, I I forget it exists. Yeah. And it's just like if someone will bring it up, and I'll go, "Oh yeah," and I just like I I just remember a period where when you said Pixar, you go, "Oh wow, a new Pixar movie," and now it's like you say Pixar, and it's like, "Oh yeah, what's the roadmap?" Like they got eight sequels coming up. Okay, that's cool. Mm. Um, I want to go back to ET for a different take. Okay, because we we talked about how much we hate kids today because we're old. Yep. So you know what I hate more than annoying kids. What? It's annoying man children. Oh boy. And I think the other way that they do a modern ET is more like Stranger Things, where it's like an 80s nostalgia wank fest. Hmm. And it's like Ready Player One. That'd be interesting. Because I, I really, really tired of this, and it's like every single movie is doing this. And I'm very tired. <laughs> Yeah. I, don't, I I am aware the 80s existed. I like the good music of the 80s. Uh, that's not a selling point to hedge an entire movie on anymore. No Ernest Klein or an entire personality. Holy shit. 
E.T. had a budget of $10.5 million and it made $792 million. That's fucking crazy. That's the movie. That's a good return on investment. What if... What if we did an E.T. porn and it's VD for Vextra Terrestrial? And, like, some, some sexy lady with big, a big rack finds the, finds the alien. Do you like the those? Alien... Huh? Do you like those? What? The E.T. porn parodies? I've never seen one. I did. I, I, I guess I should have assumed they existed before I opened my mouth. Oh, I thought you were referencing one in particular. No, no, I was just riffing on it and trying to make one up off the top of my head. Oh, I'm sorry. You were describing one. Yeah. I, I, I'm being very literal. You were... You, you, that was That was one. I, but I think I like you got the, the title right. Is like she brings it home, but she's got to like, and she's 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 she makes movies with the with the sexy alien, but she's got to hide it in her house from her from her husband when she comes home from her from her day job. And he's like, "How was how was the fucking the strangers, honey?" And she's like, "Oh, it was great." And she's like, "Oh, hope you don't fucking aliens, because you never know what you're gonna get from one of those." And then they have sex, and then she gives him alien VD, and that's where the title comes from. And then he turns. I don't know, maybe into goo or something. I feel like this has too much of a story now for a porn. I don't hate some of these ideas, though. I've had worse, but I've had better. Okay, I, f- I found it. So uh, Cinema Snob did a video reviewing a couple. Oh, boy. Um, So you can look up Cinema Snob E.T. porn parody at home if you want. But you're really not far off. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think one of his complaints about one of these is that it literally has too much plot and he's trying to figure out like why why sometimes these porn parodies try so hard cuz I feel like yeah. I feel like the selling point is how much like references they can work in and it's like ha ah, that's funny but it, like ultimately it's like okay you're overstaying you're welcome you can wrap this up Here's a question actual pornographic movies how long are they I think that varies. Because, let's be real, you don't actually want to watch one for more than, like, ten minutes. I think there are long ones. But why? I think, um, for some people, they want to have it, like, just on and, like, running for as long as possible. I don't know. To me, it just seems like the whole thing is just so utilitarian. It's, It's like, watch, done, turn off. Like, you don't need any more than five to ten minutes. Well, no, it's like a shared experience. I guess if you have no shame, you would share an experience, but we're good Christians on this here podcast. Well, what what you do with your wife, I don't care. You can have you can have a bonding moment where you, you watch... Um, I, you know what? Um, me and Richard and his wife, we watched a good one. <laughs> really? Let me find it. I think it would be fun to try and write a porn... And like actually put story into it, but I think that would be funny or fun as like as a joke and not as a thing people would want to consume. But the internet's really changed how how people interact with porn, right? Because like you can go to any website and find anything you want, and you you use it and you're done with it and you go about your day and you don't have to rewind the VHS tape. So maybe maybe back in the day people wanted a uh, wanted a little more a little more character development. So this one was called The Lord of the G-Strings. Oh boy. And it was like a Lord of the Rings parody that like straight up was an hour and a half. That's too long. And well, there's actually a joke at the end where like they literally throw the G-String into Mount Coom or whatever. 
um and the like literally the movie's over and then like the director walks on set and says well i got a note from the producer we need one more sex scene and so all the ladies go like okay and they just kind of do one more where they go through the motions because they're bored that's funny and it's like it was kind of like when we got to that point in the movie it's like this stops being funny and we turn it off the producer is like that. That's funny, right? Someone there is an actual producer then, and there's like a mandate for like we have to have this many titties per minute, you know, in this movie, right? Like there's there's a ratio. Well, that's the thing. I I half wonder if this comes from like a value proposition where you walk into the store, and it's like, do you want to spend twenty dollars on this six minute video? Or $20 on this, like, hour and a half long one that you can, like, pause and come back to every day and have a different scene. Yeah, I suppose that's that's the That, that the might thing. be part of it. That's um, probably the part, a big part of it. With, with this one in particular, I also want to emphasize the word parody. Cause oh, yeah, I, I'm, like, watching a bit of it right now because you found a YouTube clip and it's like, yeah, those those are some bad costumes and, like, they're just a black screen behind them. And it was just, like, but also... Um, I don't think anything in there was like I'm gonna say arousing is the right word. Sure. It it was a very flat movie. Why do they keep looking at the camera? I don't know. <laughs> He's just staring at the camera. Did the director tell him to do that? I don't know. I don't like that. This is upsetting. You know what? My porn parody with ET and the lady with big boobs. None. No one would look at the camera. What if? What if... Wait a minute. What was that other one? You saw the Pokemon one, right? I haven't seen it. I think I've seen, like, screenshots from it. Because I remember, like, wasn't, like, someone dressed up as Pikachu? Yeah. Yeah, I saw screens of that. That was weird. (laughs) I love... I love the one with Mario. Where there's, like... Just like Luigi and Yoshi. And they're, like, in these, like... They're in those terrible mascot costumes you'd see in, like, Las Vegas... Where <laughs> I'm having trouble finding it now. I I want to find a censored one. I don't want to send you this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the funny thing about this too is like these are productions to some degree, and then you can go online and find stuff for free that is like higher production values that people just made. Or or like I mean the big thing is with artwork, right? Like you go to we reference E621 enough. You 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 go there and you can find some really high quality pictures. For free, that like, people spent you know a lot of time drawing this, and you can find like actual comics with stories, and it didn't. You, I, I, this is a weird gif you sent me. My train of thought wasn't worth doing. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I like the big fluffy mascot costumes. Well, I like funny. The, I like the dumb like, the the idol like the video game idol dance he's doing. Yeah. Where it's like, well, this doesn't look right. Keep going. I like to think that like Luigi comes like the little ghosts, and that's why he has to have the vacuum. And he's like, "Oh, gotta, gotta suck up the old cum babies," because <laughs> it's his fault. The, the the castle's haunted. No, there's, there, there, there's a story there. We can workshop it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you tell like a really bad joke at work, and no one laughs. And you're just like, "I'll workshop that later." And then, I, I I can't tell if they actually expect me to or not. But I usually get a a, a weird follow up look when I say that. 
I like that scene in the Joker movie where he's at the the nightclub and the guy's telling jokes, but like he keeps laughing at the parts that aren't funny. Yeah. And it's like awkward and he has these notes where he's like he's writing down that his observations of what does and doesn't work, but it's like it's all wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's like I kind of wish there was a movie that had more scenes like that because <laughs> that's another movie I'm not too fond of. Yeah. And it's like there's like an element of it being sad because you kind of relate. Like everyone's been in a situation where you're, it's like, oh, you you kind of messed up and it's awkward and you wish you fit in more. Like I feel like there's a relatable element to it that they didn't they didn't do much with. Yeah. And then, like, there's, like, a uh, he's chemically imbalanced element that they didn't lean too much into either. So it's like, well, wait, how, how are you supposed to feel about the character? Yeah, that was a weird movie where it so felt like... So what if E.T. was like that? Elliot took E.T. to the nightclub. Didn't that then... happen in, like, Paul? Where I don't he meets know. a movie with uh, that one guy that, uh, the I can't remember the comedian's name. He was in a bunch of stuff for a bit and then kind of fell off. I never saw that movie. I, don't I didn't know why I'm either. About it. I don't. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see Paul. I remember it. So, so basically, ET is not that great. I, I think. I think the 792 million it made is wrong, and all the people that like it are probably wrong. So did um, you see? Um, they like George Lucas re-released it. No. Did he add more shit that's not supposed to be in there? Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's like a couple deleted scenes where they couldn't get the effects to work. So Steven was like, oh, my, my friend George Lucas like redid his movies and they're better now. So I'll do that also. So there's a scene where they try to give E.T. a bath and he's like underwater and he's like blowing bubbles. And he like spills water everywhere. And it doesn't add anything to the movie. So it's just kind of weird. Um, But they also went in and like photoshopped out the guns oh yeah and and like it's like they like censored it i think they might have even censored a couple words to make it more like kid appropriate yeah i did hear about that because a guy radio dj was bitching about it a couple weeks ago also i I, okay i thought of a new setup for our et movie so kid finds an alien and he's like shit this is just like et i should make this into a movie and so he starts reenacting scenes from E.T. with the alien who is fucking confused and terrified because his ship's broken. He's like a child alien and doesn't understand that this this kid. And then halfway through the movie, he gives the alien a bath but because he, he's like, I want to replicate that deleted scene. But he accidentally drowns the alien. And so he has to weaken that Bernie's the rest of his movie. And so it's him trying to pretend this dead alien is alive while also trying to hide it from everyone around him and filming that. And people are just like, sweetie, what are you doing? And then at the very end, he's looking into a, 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 a one of those little uh, little snow globes, and his grandma's like, "Yeah, he's. I just don't understand the autism. It's like he's in his own little world." And in scene. Uh, did you ever watch American Dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Did you see the one where like Roger was like ET? I think so. And I and it's like he just like. <laughs> He he went on a, a like a drinking spree and like passed out in some some other family's backyard, and so it's like he made a he made a, like a sound in the shed. So the kid like rolls rolls the ball into the shed and they're like recreating that scene, but it's just like Roger like stumbles out half drunk and like throws the, he like 
wails on the kid with the ball. <laughs> He's like, what are you throwing things at me for? And the kid's like, wow, an alien. And it's like the kid thinks that he's Elliot. And it's like, well, this is amazing. And and Roger's just like, like, yeah, yeah, it's nice. But, you know, where's your dad's liquor cabinet? I'm going to I'm gonna make one of those alien things aliens do. I need your liquor cabinet. So basically there are no new ideas. And all of mine are, are exceptionally garbage tonight. Well, it just, it, it, what, what hit me is that E.T. did make a lot of money. Like, we could we could sit down and have an episode where we spitball ideas for Jurassic Park sequels, and it's like, wait, they did all these. Mm-hmm. Wait, that one was a Weird Al parody. Like, Yeah. Did you know the guy that wrote Gremlins directed Home Alone? No. And also the first two Harry Potter movies. Yes. I did not know any of that. I listened to an interview with him the other day, and I was like, holy shit, this guy did all that. Good for him. I love how, uh, Home Alone, like, one of the best parts of it is the John Williams score. And uh, and it's just, like, it's such a dumb little script. You know how they got John Williams to score it? How? Uh, they had an idea for who they wanted to score, but the guy was busy. So they're, they're sitting around going, like, well, who do we have do it? And then somebody, like, joked and said, well, how about John Williams? And they all, like, laughed because it's like, yeah, we'll just get the best guy in Hollywood to score our stupid movie. And somebody was like, you know what? Why not? Let's ask. So they like sent it to him, and he read the script. And he's like, well, this sounds like a fun movie. I want to do this. And they're like, nice. oh, oh, wait, really? And they didn't know if it was a joke or not that someone else was playing on them until like John actually showed up. And like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that movie was critically like not well received when it first came out, which is crazy because it's like a Christmas classic now, right? It's like one of those movies you go out of your way to watch during the Christmas season. Oh, yeah. Did, did you know the whole house was a set? I feel like I did know that. It, it looks like a lived-in house. Like, it is, like, big and, like, pretty looking, but it also kind of looks real. It's yeah. It's weird. I, I, I do like that movie, though. I like Home Alone 2 a lot as well. I feel like the, it's just so much more violent. But it's, it's like, good cartoon violence. Uh, I, feel, I feel like we don't get as much of that anymore. Uh, no, we don't. Did, wh- okay, um, you mentioned it once. I don't think we talked about it on the show. Did you see the Tom and Jerry trailer? Oh, yeah. I that actually it does was... have them in that old cartoon violence in it. Well, yeah, it was like a Tom and Jerry bit sometimes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. well, okay. I don't know if I'm like on board for the live action stuff, but then I'm like, well, I've seen... like Tom and Jerry car- animated movies where like, he's with Robin Hood and there's like, actually a really prominent human element to it and then it's just sort of tom and jerry fucking around and like that movie was okay like i watched the whole thing it was fun had some good laughs like this could work i thought there was something funny about it's like it's the year 2020 and i'm watching a trailer for a movie where a a, a jerry the mouse is he's living in a hotel and so the hotel hires a professional mouse catcher named tom and I'm, yeah, I'm sitting here a... watching this going, like, I cannot believe I'm watching this trailer. <laughs> this is yeah. great. But also, like, it is it is absolutely an episode to Tom and Jerry, right? The thing is, is an episode of Tom and Jerry, normally, like, eight minutes long. Movie, hour and a half. How do you stretch this into an hour and a half? But they'll figure it out, or they won't. I don't know. You still there? Oh. There you are. Okay, sorry, my net farted out there. That's okay. Now I'm not saying? to edit this show. You, you said it was cool or something? 
my 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 point was that like that that kind of stuff works in an eight minute episode, but how do you make it an hour and a half? Oh, I. <laughs> I don't expect it to anyways. I just, I found something infinitely charming about the fact that they're like, what is Tom and Jerry really? And it's like, they're not, like the movie didn't turn into uh, a point where it's like, and then they uncover the secret agent that's going to blow up New York City and they have to stop, they have to team up with the spies with laser guns and like escalate this, you know. Like, I, that's, I think, what bugged me the most about that last Scooby-Doo cartoon was, like, and then aliens show up, and then all these superheroes are real, because it's superheroes, and those are still popular, and it's like, I just, shut, shut up. Just shut up. So I just kind of, I, I applaud them for not overthinking it. Yeah. I think it's still maybe not the best idea, but it's like, oh, this looks better than the Smurfs. I feel I, like, I, it is know. one of those things, too, like, if you stick to what really works about Tom and Jerry and you keep it really lean and you, you know, change the scenery enough, like, you can, you can make, like, I'm thinking of, like, the Three Stooges movie, right? Like, there's usually not a lot going on with those three, but the slapstick's really funny and, like, the hijinks are just enough to be like, I'll watch the next scene, I'll watch the next scene. Like, you don't need award-winning cinema, you just need, you need good jokes. And, and I think Tom and Jerry lend themselves to good jokes, yeah, I I hope, I, the, I hope it's good. I think you actually brought up a very good example in Three Stooges because that movie shouldn't work, and it's like, oh, this is actually really cute, and I can sit down and watch the whole thing without like wanting to leave. Yeah, I I actually enjoy it beginning to end, and it's like, okay, you know what? Maybe they can do it. I just hope I, you know at a certain point the cat's gonna team up with the mouse to defeat the the, the guy who owns the hotel because he's actually a bad guy or something like. But that happens in the longer cartoon Tom and Jerry movies too, and so it's like okay if you're gonna do that. Honestly, I I don't know like I always root for Tom, but I always like that Tom will like go after Jerry even though he shouldn't or even though that you know it's like really not a prudent time. But he's a cat and that's what he's got to do. So. I don't know why he just doesn't eat him and swallow. He usually just shoves him in his mouth and he's like, I did it. And then Jerry knocks out one of his teeth and just steps out of his face. And It's like, you, you stupid cat. Okay. Have you seen that, that, uh, Tao Hao MMD Tom and Jerry? Oh. Uh, why is that familiar? It, it kind of made the rounds a few years ago, but I, I sent you the video. Is this like a fan thing then? Yeah. Somebody recreated a whole episode in MMD. Oh, it's animes. But why? It <laughs> it's cute. I don't know what ta this MMD is. I'm guessing it's wow. No, they got all the bits in. They so, did. Uh, if you don't know what MMD is, it's this app. It's a computer app you can use to make anime music videos. So it's it's kind of like the uh, Hatsune Miku thing where it's like it's a pop singer, you know. Yeah. So this thing is built around animation, mm-hmm. and there's these like included models that are all these like they're they're kind of spirits that live in a a Japanese shrine, but because the point of the software is about dancing to music videos, there's like a very modernism that's thrown in. So there's like a fan community that gives them all different personalities and puts them into like modern day situations. And there's a lot of, like, fan art and stuff, similar to the Miku craze. Okay. 
So somebody just went through and they took this entire Tom and Jerry cartoon. And actually, I've done others since, but they did the full, what is this? Like, it's a six and a half minute short, but they recreated the whole episode where there's that dancing circus bear. Yeah, I'm like scrubbing forward to find the bear now. It's just some lady in a green dress. She looks kind of drunk the way she's walking. But also, like, bravo. I'm I'm surprised this only has 9,000 views. Also, how the fuck did you find this? This only has 9,000 views. Um... Oh, I'm I'm sure this is a re-upload. Oh, from Anime Man. Um, but the the fact that they program some of these little bits, like the arm extends, or their heads will like shape funny, and they'll do cool like animation wipes. Yeah, like there's a there's an element of polish to really sell the Tom and Jerry ness of it. It's just adorable. It is funny. But also, I just like a good Tom and Jerry cartoon, so it's like, I don't even care what the characters look like. These are good bits. Yeah. There's something, like, weirdly charming about it being, like, nothing but anime girls, and one's really short, and one's really, like, monstrously in size. <laughs> yeah. It's... it's like, I'm living in the wall. I'm the little fairy one. And it's like, this this changes the dynamic in such a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I love it. Oh, I'm God, there's one there's where the, with the... the the spike is Jerry's hitting Tom in the f- shin with a pipe, and the dog's attacking. You know, oh God, I'm, why am I so bad at explaining things? <laughs> uh, I love this. This is a, this is a bad episode because just me laughing at Tom Dins. I know. <laughs> okay, this one does look good though. What? Well- why? Oh, I have to send this to people now. Like, this is going to be the weird thing I send people tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Cameron. I never... I'm glad the internet's a thing. Despite, like, the racism and the bad stuff. And the, the hackers and the, the, the... Trying to sell me things I don't want. They recreated the whole, like, peace treaty text. Yeah! I can't... <laughs> this is so cute. <laughs> That's adorable. Okay, well, you know what? Um, I wonder if MMD Tom and Jerry isn't my glad space. It's a good one. Because this was a delight that we got to share. Yeah. Uh, I feel like my glad space then is... um, I started watching the, the show Community. Did I use this as last week's? I don't think so, unless I, I tuned you out out of boredom. I can't. I can't remember if last week's was my coffee maker. I think it was. Yeah, that's right. We were talking about okay. coffee. Yeah, yeah. So this week is the show Community, which um, I'd never seen before. And my brother's like, hey, we, we just finished Mandalorian. We need another show to watch as a family. The community's really good. Let's do that. And uh, Community's really fucking funny. That's a great, great TV show. There's there's ups and downs. It's mostly good. I, I guess like some of the later seasons, it's not as good, I've heard, but... Well, here's the problem. Every season feels different because it changed ownership so many times. Okay. So it's not like the later seasons they ran out of ideas. It's like they literally take it in different creative directions. So Honestly, when you when you binge, it's jarring. I think when oh. people watch the episodes as it came out, it wasn't as jarring. Okay. <laughs> Knowing well, that going in, I think it'll be better than you being confused. Sure, sure. So like season one right now is like just... Lots of really good character humor. Like, 
I like that it's a big cast of characters that the show handles really well. All these idiots in community college with just weird, weird quirks and, 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 and social problems and and just this, you know, coming together because they need to study for Spanish class and their Spanish teacher is absolutely insane. And it's it's just a, it's a very dumb show, but it's really smartly written. Like, I am really impressed with how many jokes and how many moments they're able to cram into 20 some minutes which is funny because i feel like i've said that about a handful of shows now like uh venture brothers is the same way like a lot happens in an episode of venture brothers you're like holy shit yeah uh rick and morty is another one where like the beginning and the ending are usually pretty different spots so maybe it's not i don't know like i feel like if i were to write something like that like that same plot like it would take me like at least an hour's worth of screen time because, like, they just have the balls or the skill to just, like, no, we're going to transition this way, but it makes sense. Like, it's going to be a seamless transition, but it narratively might be jarring. You just don't notice it's jarring, but it, it you know, you're just jumping from one thing to another. And when you have a cast of characters of, like, six to seven people, and you're fitting all of them in in every episode and giving them something to do, like, you have an A plot, a B plot, a C plot, and sometimes a D plot, and you're that's a lot to handle in 20-some minutes. Like, that's crazy. But it's been really, really fun. I'm glad you're getting into it, then. Because you will appreciate a lot of it, I'm sure. It's fun seeing, like, uh, like some of these actors, too, just younger. Because this, this show came out, like, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, something like that. I think one of the characters had a, an 09 t-shirt on. So it's it's funny seeing, like, oh, wow, John Oliver, that's what he looked like back then. Um, or Danny Glover, or, or Donald Glover. I don't know names or actors very well, but I recognize some of them. Jimmy Chase is in it. Like, what the fuck? Oh, he's a he's another weird one where I I really love him in the first season, and then later it's like they write him to intentionally be like antagonistic, and it doesn't feel fun. Oh, do they like Flanderize him a bit? Uh, or not Flander. Maybe like Patrick with SpongeBob, where I feel like Patrick becomes like. So dumb, he's like evil. As that show continued on, no, it's not even dumb. It's like he's intentionally evil. Oh, that's weird. And it's like they have to put up with him, and I'm not sure why. Like he'll he'll actively sabotage him, and then they'll confront him and say, "Why are you sabotaging us?" And he'll say, "Like because you don't deserve a good score." And it's like, what? Like what's going on? Hmm. It, it, that's that's a later season problem, though. I guess, like, cause I know the show went to Hulu. Like, it's all on Hulu, but I think, like, Hulu, like, produced a season or two. And I know I think people had issues with those seasons. Man, man it got bought out by Yahoo at one point, and it had a season really? on Yahoo. That's wild. Okay, the, that that definitely explains the, the, the weird jarring. No, I think uh, I think there was, like, three or four different produce, production studios. Like, it is ridiculous how weird it got. Well, um, I guess that's something to keep in mind as we go through. I know Joe's seen a decent chunk of it and, and seems to swear by all the episodes he has seen. So I'm, I'm hoping we at least get a good two, like, real great seasons out of it before maybe it starts. Uh, oh, I think you will, definitely. Skipping some beats. But I'm really, really having fun with it. I think it's it's a lot of fun right now. Um, my, I looked up my other Glad Space I was going to use, and it was V8, but with low sodium. That stuff sucks. What is wrong with you? No, I like it. It's nice. Anyways... Uh, I had that once, and I like I I dumped the can. I was like, "This is awful." You should have dumped the can into my mouth, and I'd go nom 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 nom. Well, I didn't know you would like that trash, so next time. 
Did you chill it? Yeah, I got it out of a vending machine. A vending machine? Yeah, we have, um, we have, like, this quote-unquote healthy machine at work that... But but how long does that stuff last in a machine? This is new, because it used to... They had a V8 column, and they and they had, like, the normal stuff, and they took it out and put it in the, the low-sodium stuff, and I was like, well, I want a V8. How, how different can it be? And, like, I was like, wow, this is this is dreadful, and I dumped it, and I actually complained, and, and he's like, here's the thing. Um, you're Whether you're right or not, we're selling more of the low-sodium ones than we were of the other ones because people want to be healthy, and this is healthier. Uh, and I was like, well, that sucks. I guess I'm not buying V8 from you anymore. And then... Like two months later, they just pulled all of the V8 and added like Sprite Zero. Oh. And so now, so now they don't sell V8 out of that machine at all. Yeah, I got a six pack of V8 low sodium, and I keep it under my car seat. And when I show up to work, I take it out from under my car seat. I go, I've got a, I, I, I look in the camera and go, I'm starting my day off right, and then it cuts to the next guy. I cannot. This like blows my mind. That stuff is terrible. I go. <laughs> This is like when I find out people like um, uh, grapefruit juice. What's wrong with grapefruit juice? The flavor it, or the the way that it makes you sick after you drink it? It tastes like stomach acid. I want, you know, what I like is um, I think my favorite is the V eight uh, Bloody Mary mix. Yeah, and I cannot find it anywhere. But also, I'm supposed to have less sodium in my diet anyway, so I'm like, fuck it. I'll just have the less sodium one. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you know what? I kind of like this anyways. Turns out it's okay. I win. Oh, well, there you go. But, but that's stupid. So MMD, Tom and Jerry. Yay. Yay. And remember, you too can be a superstar if you if you kick open your your um, your um bathroom door. Capture an alien song. and fuck it with big titties. Oh, yeah, we were talking about E.T. tonight. Man, what a disaster of a show. I'm sorry, everyone. This episode might actually be garbage, and I feel like it's mostly my fault. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> when, I, when I pitch, hey, Chad, let's talk about a movie that you haven't seen in a while, like in the last 20 years. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm not setting you up to save it. I yeah, but God, my ideas were were bad even for me tonight. Like, holy crap! I, I and I'm not even drunk. Like, I'm 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 just sober and stupid. Oh, I had fun tonight though. When I it's like too. I say something I hope is funny, and then there's just like forty seconds of silence. And it's like, oh God, should get a get a Big Bang laugh track theory going in this episode. That would actually be funny. I I want a good laugh track for my soundboard. But uh, uh, we want to call it here and yeah, love everybody. Bye, everybody. You're my friends, and I hope I didn't offend anybody with uh, with the horrible things I said, forgetting people's names and not liking V8 low sodium. That's a that's a weak apology. Some very spicy opinions tonight, but they didn't have any salt in them. <laughs> oh god